Hello, and welcome to episode 96 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is Carlos. Yeah, I am here. You are here. Welcome to our breakup episode. We had our love episode on our last one, and that I didn't realize that was a breakup song until I listened to the lyrics again. Oh, that one? Or it's like a, after you've gone through the phases of breakup and you're sad and whatnot, then that's when you're finally being happy. There were happy. a bunch of songs I found out like were breakup songs yeah. that I like, didn't know. And then... Uh, like, the, there's, a, there's like, a, when I was browsing through a bunch of songs, like I saw like the... Maps from Yaya Yaz was yeah like, that one's a, a weird one to begin with trying to figure out the lyrics I've never even paid yeah. attention to it. it's like I know. oh this is a nice just song. maps and then you kind of sing along but don't think about what you're saying yeah. the same thing with that one I was listening to that singing along to that for years and never realized and once again like I have to I what I use for when I'm making my lists up is I'm going on to songmeanings.com like oh yeah i, I yeah. use that because i have to like i'm pretty sure this is about breakups i'm gonna look at what people think about it to make sure it's actually about right. breakups because uh, i've done that with quite a few songs just because it's a little obscure yeah. and you think like maybe one line of it makes it a breakup song you're like no i guess the rest is because one of the songs really... on my list that i'll, that I'll get to eventually uh is uh was actually on my other list for uh, love songs. Love songs. And like, oh, <laughs> but the meaning actually, actually about this. People <laughs> seem to believe it's more about breakups. So, uh, but yeah, what have you been up to? Two weeks, one week, whatever week, two weeks. Not too much, like yeah. in my downtime. I see Just you got the, the Pokemon Game Boy over yeah, there. Yeah, playing some classic Pokemon Red. Is that about who's on the cover of that Charizard? Thing? Charizard. What's the blue thing over there? The blue thing. I, I only see it laying down right now. What is that? Oh, it's his wing. I yeah, can tell. I thought it was like Bulbasaur and Charizard no, there no. or something. No, I have like I can also have put a, a Blastoise on oh, there. Oh, they're they're I have, an, I have another cover I can switch it up with. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, my friend is living in Japan right now. That I was there with when I was there, and uh, they had, he went to the Pokemon store for the twentieth anniversary and got like a sweet shirt that says Pokemon Green on it because that's what it was oh, over yeah. there, and it's got like the old heart, art and everything on it, and got a bag I think too, and a scarf and something else. Yeah, he got the right shirt because you can't, you're not gonna get that. In yeah, America. that one could be worth money someday. You never know. Well, I don't know how, about that. The collector items aren't exactly the same that they used to be. Yeah, that's true. Before like the market crashed on like comics and all that stuff in the 90s but still 90s. that's pretty cool that the 20 years have gone by already wow yeah 15 years for digimon yep digimon digital yeah that, that's <laughs> you could pull that song up uh otherwise same here i haven't been up to a whole lot uh that kitchen market that casey went to i want to go there really bad again because it's so damn good so like what that's across the street from your work no that's the one that's uh at the truck stop over by patty ryan's oh that place all right yeah oh my god it was amazing but uh yeah otherwise nothing too much what have you been listening to uh i've been listening to uh i've kind of talked about the band a couple times but i haven't actually listened to the whole album last year that they released from uh kirby crackle the name of the album is mutate baby i love that album art a lot that's great yeah, they do a lot of uh, nerd songs. Like uh, I know all my love songs. I had tossed in one of theirs. That was uh, that was a uh, slashing together uh, Poe Dameron and Finn from Star Wars, which was awesome. Yeah. So this one uh, has a bunch of nerd songs on it once again. Like uh, I, I I only listened to the first time today, uh, but there's a couple on there that I'd heard a couple times already. Like uh, the days my power the day my power arrived, uh, which is just a nice fun uh, song and. Interestingly enough, the music video for it, uh, some fans have put together a music video for one of their previous songs based on Wolverine, yeah. which is pretty badass, the song was. And uh, so, like, they actually, uh, re- that guy reprised his role in this one, too, nice. in, like, the music video for it, and 
So it's called The Day My Powers Arrived. Yeah. Any other sap for on this day, my powers did arrive. And like I, I have to listen to the album a couple more times, but so far I'm pretty sure that my favorite song off this whole album is, and one of the reasons I got the album, otherwise I've like maybe gotten like a couple songs off it, uh, is uh, the Yellow Kink. That was the on the iTunes. iTunes does it have a pickup in there too, or is that? Oh yeah, it's uh, it has those kind of uh, uh, that that kind of background going on, and it, like that's people who uh watched uh True Detective like the first season, like the the Yellow King came up a bunch of times, uh, because it's uh based on, like it's from a book called The King in Yellow, written by uh, Robert W. Chambers. Oh, okay, back in the eighteen hundreds, so. I don't know. I really like the song. It has a nice feel to it. I never saw, watched True Detective, though. Yeah. So, But uh, what have I been listening to? Uh, Iggy Pop's new album. It's not out yet, but they just released another track today. It's called Sunday, or it was like last week they released it, but I really like this one a lot. Like a wreck I'm sinking fast The But I don't know, I think they did a good job making Iggy Pop's voice into kind of a more mainstream new type of indie kind of sound. And so, you see, I'm not really sure I'm familiar with Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop, he was in Iggy and the Stooges, the Seek and Destroy, or Search and Search and Search and to Destroy. They were like in the 70s and big punk band and stuff. Then oh. he did a solo career. Yeah, I, I would. And you know yeah. a bunch of like Lust for Life, he did that song. Uh, you probably recognize a bunch of his songs, but he kind of like he does some weird stuff nowadays. And I don't know, I, th- I like because it's with him and uh, the people from. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I like it, I'm excited to hear the rest of that album. Uh, another one I've been listening to, this came out, ooh, I thought it was last year that came out, but her new album, uh, Santa Gold's 99 Cents, she just came out with this awesome music video where it uses your webcam and throws your face in random spots in the, the thing, it's really <laughs> weird, I don't know how they really did it all, but I like it, and uh, this is called Can't Get Enough of Myself. Oh, 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 I can't get enough. All I say is true. I can't get enough of myself. Oh, 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 I can't get enough of myself. Ha ha, money me, life of the party. 
Yeah, the music video is like her walking around New York, and all of a sudden your face will be on a billboard there. It'll be like in her coffee cup, or else on her sunglasses, or else she looks in the rear room mirror, and you're in there. That that made me think of uh, Google's uh, Deep Think project that they had, where like a uh, they built an AI and had it dream. Yeah, and like it just how like would take all these pictures and just all of a sudden make it all. Like make it like it was on acid, but there's like <laughs> fucking dog faces on fucking everything. Awesome people's like hands or would hand hands everywhere, and every like the end of the hand would all of a sudden just start turning into like into uh, not squids but uh, like snails. Snails. <laughs> what like, is it was this just called? fucking everywhere. It was I think it was like their deep think project. I, like I, uh, like deep deep thought out of uh, deep thought or something. It was one of those two. By uh, what's that movie? Hitchhiker's Guide or book or whatever? They have deep oh, thought in there. I don't know. I don't remember that. Oh, okay, uh, where the answer to life is like forty two or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I can't remember what they called the project, but like we talked about it on the Department of Defense. I know when it came out. That's like, just cool. the bizarre, bo- crazy <laughs> shit. Like people who had run a. Uh, fear and loathing, and uh, they had run the uh, first like five minutes of that yeah. through the filter, yeah. like frame by frame. It's pretty fucked up looking. Oh my god, I gotta figure. I would so deep think or something. Google them. I'm gonna have to look that up when we get done here. That's but, pretty uh, damn. Yeah, that sweet. was. It was pretty messed up, and that just made me think of that. Just mm-hmm. like running. I, they really should do that for. Uh, no, they shouldn't do that for sound. Actually, <laughs> that'd just be horrifying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like uh, I thought it was just gonna be because I I, ma- I basically clicked on the link because I'm like, oh, you can be in a music video, and I was weird. Like, I thought it was just gonna be like a picture of you or something, but yeah. no, your webcam's actually running that whole time, <laughs> so you can make like funny faces or weird shit. Well, it was kind of it made me laugh. <laughs> All right, let's go into the music news. Since we've been on the show, we had the Brit Awards, the Oscars, uh, some other stuff. But uh, let's start it out with uh, Brian. Re- Brian Eno is releasing his first solo album since 2012, which I'm pretty excited about. It's called The Ship. Uh, it's only two tracks long. Side A is The Ship, and I'm guessing it's going to be about a half hour long or something. And Brian Eno is like giving a description of it, and it's going to be kind of about the Titanic sinking and World War One and weird stuff like that, and I have no clue what it's going to sound like. And then uh, side B is like a three-part track, and they have a cover of Velvet Underground in it. So they haven't released any singles from it yet? No, it's just those two tracks, so it's kind of hard to release a single that's 30 minutes long. But uh, Eno describes using I'm Set Free by the Velvet Underground even more relevant now than it had been in the past and i don't know if i know that song maybe i've heard it did uh but i'm not familiar with like any velvet, velvet underground, underground songs you you probably know like two of them i think there's two really famous ones uh the ship will be accompanied by a series of installations where listeners will be able to hear an alternate telling of the ship in multi-channel three-dimensional sound installations which i'm intrigued there's no description about what that means but he, you know, is always like pushing the barriers of what you can do with sound and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, every year, Record Store Day names an official celebrity ambassador. Uh, previously, it was Jack White. Uh, Dave Grohl was another year. Uh, Chuck D, who I don't know, was another year. But uh, this year, it is Metallica. And on Record Store Day, uh, which is April 15th, uh, Metallica will re- release a deluxe edition of their first two albums, Kill Em All and Ride the Lightning. I don't know what entails all the deluxeness of them, but I guess there's supposed to be a lot of things in them. You gonna buy them? No, no, me neither. Uh, uh, speaking of Dave, Dave Grohl, I had uh, heard a, there was like some rumor that was like floating around like yesterday that Foo Fighters are breaking up, but like no, 
No, I that's... think they're too happy to break up. They're like no, like they enjoy. They're like to- one of the happiest bands around. Like yeah, like they seem to enjoy touring. I mean, the, it started off as just just Dave Grohl. Yeah, so right? I mean, I think that would continue on no matter what. And because usually like bands start out together and then they kind of hate each other for a while there. But these guys seem to always just be like having fun with what they're doing. Like, like they the the crew like rotated a little bit like mm-hmm. earlier on and. Like his backup singer is the drummer, and like his drummer seems like have a lot of fun. Yeah, doing he's the he blonde does. one, right? Yeah. yeah, he is awesome. When I was watching that Sonic Highways documentary, like he was like the standout of the entire show. Yeah. Like, uh, this should interest you, Carlos and Casey too, and everyone else that is in our friend group besides me. Uh, but last year, Weird Al announced his mandatory world tour behind his 2014 mandatory fun. Uh, he said, I've decided to do the mandatory tour for one more year after learning that some people didn't make it out to the show this last time around. He announced, and uh, he also said, apparently they didn't know the show's me- the meaning of the word mandatory. So that was kind of <laughs> funny. But he will be here August 19th at the State Theater. Wow. So uh, so that's another year that he's touring, though. That's pretty, yep. that's quite a bit so of a So you guys should so. all go to the tour, seeing as you guys love him so much, so... I don't know. There's other things I'd rather see than just... Uh, yeah, it'd be cool seeing Weird Al, but there's other things I'd rather see, unfortunately, that but I really should get tickets for instead. You never know. Like, Yeah, I guess so, but nobody else is coming that you're thinking, are you? No, not... not well, not bands. There's oh, okay. a, another uh, performance that's go- past going around. Oh, that okay. See. All right, all right. Well, I'll have to tell Casey that, because then he'll probably go to that, I'm guessing. Probably. Get speedy going. Uh, the Brit Awards paid tribute to David Bowie by presenting him with the Icon Award uh, pos- posthumously. Annie Lennox introduced Gary Oldman, who accepted the award on Bowie's behalf. He had a freaking awesome speech. Both of them did. And uh, I didn't realize how good of a friend Gary Oldman was in- with him until he was telling stories and like telling jokes about what Bowie was actually like just walking down the street and everything. <laughs> That's and, pretty uh, cool. One of the stories was he asked for David Bowie's autograph, and he signed- David Bowie signed it Gary Oldman <laughs> or something like that while they were walking down the street but uh yeah he accepted the award and then they introduced uh bowie's former backup band which was fucking awesome it was the touring band that's been with him for the past 20 years or so so they played a melody of a bunch of his hits and then lord came out and joined him and sang life on mars together which was awesome well i need to get a watch a clip of that though. yeah the, the gary oldman's speech lasts about five minutes or so and annie lennox says a really good thing about him too before gary oldman comes on but yeah the it's just like a quick melody of like eight or nine of his songs or something, and it's just seeing them all together again. It's just like, wow, that must be one of the most emotional fucking things ever. So it was really cool. Uh, the show also featured performances by The Weeknd, uh, Rihanna with Drake, Adele, Justin Bieber, and Coldplay. Adele won almost every category she was nominated for. Uh, Best Female Solo Artist, British Album of the Year, British Single, and Global Success. Her speech for British fam- Female Solo Artist uh, she also voiced her support for uh, Kesha. Don't know if you know about the stuff with Kesha going on. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, where she is accusing her producer of rape and other abuse. And uh, she took that to court and she lost the court case yeah. because of a contract. So uh, that's one of the big things in uh, media yeah, right the, now. Uh, judge took the side of... Uh that the of the contract instead of yep. the fact what she went through so and yeah that's you really can't break a contract which is sad to say but yeah that's what happens with laws and stupid legality stuff but uh yeah sony even voiced their support for kesha but said that they can't break the contract but they'll do everything in their power to not 
have her be able to record with her or like not allow them to record together or something. Well, they've but changed it, their tune a little bit though since when it, before it yeah. started picking up though because it was more along the lines of oh well, yeah, and then uh, no, yeah, the, it's been uh, it's been an interesting week, past few weeks actually about everything being with rape or like diversity or everything like that in the music industry and everything, and then uh, even at the Oscars we were talking about Lady Gaga earlier yeah. and her awesome performance uh, which I am about to get to. But let's start out with what happened with the Oscars. Uh, that was last Sunday. Chris Rock, Chris Rock used his platform as host to address the race issues and make fun of Oscars so white hashtag. Uh, you could have played a drinking game with that show, actually. I even put that on Facebook if anybody wants to redownload. With how many times they freaking say diversity in that show or else bring up the issues of race. Like, it would get... it. It was good that they were doing that, but it got really annoying, like, halfway into that, just because every single Chris Rock bit was about that. Yeah. But, uh... Well, there was a bunch of act like, uh, black actors, though, that uh, didn't go to it because yeah. of, uh... Yeah, So I, And I, he also made fun of them, too, like Will yeah. Smith, who's there every single year, or else Spike Lee, who even accepted the award in November for his yeah. work about everything, and he didn't show up because he's pissed, but... I know Idris Elba should have been in there for sure. Uh, I don't think Will Smith's performance was that good. Well, there's no... Uh, honestly, Idris was going to be there because there's no way they're going to give anything to Netflix. That's true. Well, wait. what? Nina Simone was up for... Uh, the Nina Simone documentary by Netflix was up for nomination. And she lost a freaking well, Amy Winehouse documentary, which was a bummer. Well, it was a documentary, so that I think that's a little different than still, actual... It's still by Netflix, though. Yeah, but a documentary is like... And House of Cards wins every time for... Well, that's that's not Oscars, though. I know that, but still, that, Netflix is a major category for things, so... Yeah, but know. they're not going to give it to some big movie uh, thing for it, so... Yeah. I don't know. Well, well, although I'm excited that Idris Elba has been announced as the gunslinger in the Dark Tower movie. So, what's the Dark Tower? Oh, Stephen King book. Oh, okay. Massive, like seven book series. Damn. Okay. Is it going to be a seven movie series? Unfortunately, it sounds like so far they're cutting out the first book called okay. the Gunslinger. Okay. Uh, but he's uh he's basically the main character, Roland Deschane, and okay. he has like, basically has to get a group together. And tra- involves traveling through worlds, like chasing down this like guy who's basically like. Has a, it been announced who's going to direct this yet? I don't know. They've just made these announcements oh, okay. about casting, so right. which is uh, Matthew McConaughey's playing the uh, the man in black that he's chasing after, and it it looks so far that casting is pretty fucking awesome. That is pretty so. cool. Except it all comes down to who's going to de- direct that movie because it could be like there's Michael. been a lot of people that have been wanting to direct yeah. it for a while. So it could be like Michael Bay and be one of the worst no, things ever no, made. It's not so be Michael Bay. you never know. That's the thing. But uh, no, that sounds interesting. I'm excited. That'd be cool. Um. There was a couple standout moments for the Oscars, though. One of those is Mad Max defying the odds and sweeping almost all categories, even costume, uh, when it comes to like technical categories and everything. And so it, all the categories that don't matter. No, they fucking matter. I get excited about those ones. Those are cool categories. Those are the things that piece a movie together. You need those things for a movie to work. But it didn't get the big categories. Like what? I don't know. Best actor, best director, best well, best director, I knew that was going to be Alejandro. Best feature? Alejandro has run three years in a row now for his three movies. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And he, it's, it's, I told you, it's not going to win best feature. No, it's not going to win any of those. That's okay. It's, it's not going to win the, the big stuff. The fact that that was even nominated for those ones is amazing. They do not do that for action movies, like, ever. No. And 
that was freaking awesome to even I would I was like it was up against Cinderella and somebody who always wins for other things for costume and stuff and that fucking beat him out too which was freaking awesome. I don't I still don't know anything about Cinderella. So. I it's just Disney. Didn't movie. even know it came out because it's you know they're the dresses and fancy shit that they have yeah to sew I didn't even know there was stuff. a Cinderella movie. Well, I'm just so. saying like that was up and those ones usually are the kind that win so that was pretty cool. Good for them. But uh, and then also Ennio Marconi. Uh, his uh, original score. Or is it Ennio Morricone? Whichever one it is. Uh, he, when he walked up on stage, and that was freaking awesome. He had tears in his eyes. He had a standing ovation, everything. Oh, wait, what did he win? He won for best score. Oh, for what? The Hateful Eight. That's pretty fucking awesome. I know. Well, it was like a given to him. He was also against John Williams, but I think John Williams has won a couple of times, so they're like, we should probably yeah. give it to this 90-year-old man that's going to die. The man it. who basically is responsible for some of the best music tracks yeah. off of uh He is Westerns. responsible for spaghetti western basically like Well, not I wouldn't say that, but uh he's responsible for the best music from yeah. them like uh the all from the uh Fistful of Dollars series like with Clint Eastwood. Good bad all and the ugly. The, uh yeah, and all those other ones uh I can't uh, for a few dollars more uh and all those he did the music soundtracks for those, and they're just fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And the soundtrack is usually one of the number one things you remember. And about real, and especially for a fil- films like that, where like there's a lot of like not talk, no talking, yeah. and stuff like that. Yep. And like, so, but yeah, he got a standing ovation from the entire room before he even got on the stage. Everybody was standing <laughs> up. So then, when he turned around to see everybody, he just started tearing up and everything and they did not put the music over him either which was fucking awesome like they always people start dragging on with their speeches and stuff he was speaking in italian and then he had a person translate for it and they didn't bring any music up on him he lasted like five minutes up there talking and stuff it was really cool uh so a lot of respect to him and that was awesome uh another highlight was dave Grohl singing blackbird for in the in the in memory in memoriam segment uh, he was. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't expecting them to invite Dave Grohl on stage. So, to, wait, what song? What is Blackbird? The uh, Beatles song, Blackbird singing in the dead of night. I'm not. Yes, right. you know that song. I, uh, but yeah, it's the and then in memoriam is when they show all the pictures of all the people that died. But yeah, he get, he was asked to sing, so that was cool. And then finally, Lady Gaga performed "Till It Happens to You." Uh, it's from a campus sexual assault documentary, "The Haunting Ground." Uh. Or the hunting ground. She played a large white piano, and at the crescendo of the song, she was joined by a crowd of survivors on the stage. The song, written by Diane Warren and Gaga, was nominated for Best Original Score. Uh, and Gaga's performance was introduced by Vice President Joe Biden with the, Joe Biden with a speech about preventing sexual assault and encouraging people to visit itsonus.org. Wait, they had Biden do that? Yeah, That's Biden. kind of an odd choice. He's the he's one of the front runners to stop. Uh, sexual harassment and stuff like that, I guess. Uh, but Sam Smith ended up winning best original score, best original song for Spectre, which was highly disappointing. Uh, Gaga's performance was freaking amazing. Uh, it was really intense and emotional. But I'd say, if anything, the lyrics weren't really there. It was kind of repetitive and stuff. But the meaning behind it was awesome. And yeah, I, I have a, I think I have a clip here. Unless I close the window. Uh, nope, that's the Kesha window. There you go. Tell me how the hell could you know? How could you know? Till it happens to you, you don't know how I feel. Go up any higher. How I feel. 
Yeah, after watching that performance, I was really surprised that she didn't take that award. But uh, yeah, the Bond won for Adele song too, and I think another one. Bond kind of always wins for some reason. I didn't even see the last Bond film. That's so. okay. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> like I saw, uh, what was the uh, one before that? Skyfall. Mm-hmm. That was good. It was good. That one was a lot of fun. But the this writing on the wall is a bore. That song is boring as hell. And then also the other one, The Weeknd, who is up for Fifty Shades of Grey song. That song was terrible, too. So I don't know why this one didn't win, but okay, whatever. Um, let's see. Anything else? Ah, yes. The last of the news. 50 years into the career, there aren't many to-dos left unchecked for the Rolling Stones. One thing they've never done, though, is play a gig in Cuba. Uh, that'll change come Friday, March 25th, when the legendary rockers stage a free concert at the Cuba Dad de Por Vita de la Habana. I think I got that right. I don't know. Uh, plans for the concert for Amity, uh, have been in the works since the United States restores di- diplomatic relations since Cuba. Uh, and I guess President Obac- Barack Obama visits the country for the first time, uh, in a while here too. So, yeah. I guess a film's going to be released, too, of the concert there, so that's cool as well. Uh, But, yeah, free concert in Cuba. That'll probably get pretty packed, I think. Yeah, I think me and my dad Well, maybe, maybe, or maybe not, because, you know, if they haven't, since uh, if there hasn't been any, uh, I don't know what their internet situation is or anything, so they might not have really been able to. Except did uh, the UK export things to them seen as i'm not sure from the uk well maybe i don't know i don't yeah. know i'm not entirely sure how the whole diplomatic situation for yeah, right. cuba with everybody else is yeah right or with music or anything yeah. like that but yeah so that's cool a free concert down there so good for them uh other than that i think we can go into our weekly theme unless All you right. got anything to add no i don't have anything else gotta turn that up for gaga Just love that tune. Just makes me think I of know, like it's great. 80s VHS uh, <laughs> tapes, like and not the well done VHS tapes, like the cheap ones that they were just. Uh, this needs something to go between, like the step three. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. what it is. I've been, I've been trying to think of what that reminds me of, but yeah, transitioning between yeah. different. Yep, I gotcha. That's funny. Uh, Make sure your balsa wood is properly attached <laughs> with the glue. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god, I haven't thought. It. Uh, the other thing, have you seen uh, Turbo Kid yet on Netflix? I've not. I see it's up there. Oh I, my god, it's amazing. I randomly watched it one night, and I'm like, this is cheesy as hell, but it, it is so awesome. Oh, yeah? It's got 80s music. It's like the post. The it's post apocalyptic. Only the apocalypse happened in the 80s, so nothing has really changed since the <laughs> 80s. And like, there's no cars. What they do is ride around on BMX bikes to chase each other, and oh, it's great. They turn people into water because there's no water left either. So uh, it's gory and awesome, and music is great. It, it really made me laugh. That sounds like fun. Uh, but yes, welcome to our weekly theme. Uh, we did love songs last week because of 
Valentine's Day or our last show because of Valentine's Day. So a good thing to come after that is breakup songs. Yeah, Much more fun. Let's bring everybody down. No, that let's well, yes, but no, because everybody likes a good breakup song yeah. before they like a love song. There's a lot of good ones out there too. So. Yeah, I couldn't. I was having trouble to pick just because there were so many, and I wanted to do some little more obscure ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can start out, Carlos. All right. So I'm starting off with uh, 50 ways to leave your lover from Paul Simon. At the risk of being crude, there must be 50 ways to leave your lover. 50 ways to leave your lover You just slip out the back, Jack Make a new plan, stand You don't need to be coy, Roy Just get yourself free Hop on the bus, Gus You don't need to discuss much Just drop off the key, Lee And get yourself free Ooh, slip out the back, Jack Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, Paul Simon's done a lot of stuff, but I think I really enjoy that one. It's just kind of catchy. For some reason, that song's just always been in the back of my head ever since I first heard it when I was little or something. Yeah. Like I just also oh, yeah, jump out the back, Jack. I'm well, like, like I, when I first heard it, like when I was really young, like I didn't pick. I didn't know, like oh, it's just like it's, a, it's bro, fun. Bro, it's breakup. Hip. Like yeah. it's like yeah, this is this is a fun song. <laughs> just he's rhyming. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, I I for my my first song, I started to go kind of in the feeling of. You're in a breakup situation. You broke up. This is your breakup song, and then you have a sad song, and then you get a mad song, and kind of go yeah. from there. So uh, my breakup song that I chose was uh, Don't Come Around Here No More by Tom Petty. Uh, another one I didn't really realize was a breakup song until I read all the lyrics. And yeah, it's actually telling the girl that they've grown apart and that he doesn't ever want to see her anymore. Yeah, so the, the, what was that song? Because I've heard that so many times. I just never don't come around here no more. I just never actually thought about the lyrics or anything. I've always seen the music video too, and it's a freaking mad tea party from Alice in Wonderland. It has nothing to do with breaking up with a girl either. <laughs> but uh, well, there's a bunch of music videos that have nothing to do with it too, with stuff too. So. Yeah, that'd be the early '90s kind of a thing. But yeah, like uh, I've given up. I've given up on waiting any longer. I've given up on this love. Uh, you darken my door. Whatever you're looking for, don't come around here no more. You tangle my emotions. Honey, please admit it's over. <laughs> I didn't realize it was all about breaking up. What you got? Uh, my, well, when I put my list together, I tried to do a, a va- not really chronological order, because I'm pretty sure that this one came before Paul Simon's song. Oh, yes. I think it did, too. But, uh, at, at least vaguely, so I like worked my way up to more recent ones. This is one of my all-time favorite songs here, uh, This is uh, Operator for... That's not the way it is. Is the little the subtitle, and it's from Jim Croc Croche Croche Croche. All right, he's yeah. He also oh, sings. Yeah, I have a bunch of his songs on my yeah. uh, Kindle. Like uh, he is amazing. Big Jim and uh, 
uh, the, the 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 big bad Leroy Brown. Yeah, and um, basically, Big some, Jim is like can all, like the opposite version of it. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, operator, that's yeah. not the way it feels. Isn't that the way this head goes? Well, let's forget all that and give me the number if you can find it, so I can call just to tell them I'm fine and to show. Great song. I don't think anybody calls the operator anymore. No, that's, that's true. That's not a thing that happens. Is there even... Well, operator would be like if you're calling a toll-free number and then you press zero to go to the operator. I think you... But I don't think there's I a think phone there's operator I think there's some way anyone. you could, but I don't think you... Or there... I don't know how have much... Have we ever tried or, dialing zero on our phone anymore? I, no, I have not. <laughs> I so. have neither. It's not a thing anymore. I really like... Uh, even the, if, I, if, I got an, if I got an operator on the line, I wouldn't even know what to do with that. <laughs> hey, I just want to see if you were alive. So this is a thing still, huh? But uh, I like this first comment on this YouTube video here. Yeah. Uh, makes me depressed that no, to know that crap music like Whip My Nene is more popular than this. What the fuck is wrong with people? What is... I don't... Do I want to know what that is? It's just a rap song that's really bad. The, Whip I Nene. Know. I don't know. The people... It's terrible. That what what music qualify? The same with Rihanna's Bitch Better Have My Money. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? But, uh, okay. My second one. Uh, is City and Color, Death of Me. You just broke up with your girlfriend. You're incredibly sad. Uh, this is a real life, for instance, with me, with this song. And uh, I remember this one vividly. Yeah, that whole album is incredibly sad. <laughs> uh, City and Color. I've never heard of that before. That was really good, though. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Bring Me Your Love is the album. He also has a really good album after that, but I haven't listened to much other things by him. But yeah, I think that was like 2007 or six or something. High school times, breakups, sadness. What you got? Uh, this next one is from a band that... I've never heard, like I've heard the song before, obviously, but uh, the band I'd never heard their name before. Oh and I've God. never. This I, band look, is I, so I, weird. I I try to look look at like the names of some of the other songs they did. Like <laughs> nothing looks familiar, but this is a uh, tainted love from Soft Cell. Yeah, they uh, so their their album that this is from is nonstop erotic cabaret, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they have like a song called Sex Dwarf on there and Frustration CD films. Yeah, they're just a weird band in general. <laughs> but yeah, tainted love. Once I ran to you
I don't know how this music video is allowed to be made. Have you seen this music video? I didn't watch the music video. Oh my god. It starts out with this he looks like he's about 24, 25 in this music video maybe. He's bringing like this little 11, 10 year old girl into an angel room type thing and he's singing this entire song to this little girl. Like it is creepy as hell and I don't well, know Well, there was that uh, music video with Shia LaBeouf in it, you know. So there, Oh yes, yes. So, so there's still creepy songs that are even more going on currently so. that is true good good point on that one <laughs> i i think i like marilyn manson's version of that better that came out for that not another teen movie movie that came out i don't think i heard his version so but yeah uh my next one is when you're pissed and uh you so yeah you go from breaking up to sadness to now you're angry so uh this is my chemical romance honey this mirror isn't big enough which is also kind of going in chronological order of what happened in my life too so uh yeah i love my chem weird this music video uh when i was younger and was obsessed with my camera or whatever they there's a japanese movie because i was in japanese class called audition and it's really terrifying and this girl gets uh like uh comeback against or revenge against a guy and like she takes like those pottery clay wires and stuff and she cuts limbs off with those things oh yeah i think i've read about this it's called audition and uh like this is one of this is for my chemical romance first album or whatever and uh I watched this music video. I'm like, oh, what, what, what? they're like reenacting the entire audition in this movie. But they're like singing a band, and then they have Japanese people like acting out audition in it. And I was like, okay, I love these guys even more now. So, uh, what you got? Well, you think you didn't think that I'd put a list together like this, and just like honestly, but honestly, you think I wouldn't have Foo Fighters on here? So this is, <laughs> but honestly, from the Foo Fighters. What you up to now? Your fear is gone. You should be Did you think I was just fooling around with you? But honestly But honestly But honestly Don't Which album is that from? Oh God, I can't remember what it was. It was a, uh, I can't. It was one of the. I, it was uh, I think it was one of their ones that had like two CDs on it. That, oh okay, but I can't remember what it was called. Uh, yeah, I I never heard that song before. That's really good. Yeah, I like that. I do. I really enjoy, like that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I had to try squeezing some Foo Fighters because I it's not like I yeah I really enjoy Foo Fighter songs, but uh. It's almost like I it's a challenge now to f- find one that'll fit in. Right. Uh, uh, just uh, before we go to your uh, next one, 
we neither of us put a Lannis Morissette song on our list. Yeah, when I came in here, Carlos was yelling downstairs, did you put an Alanis Morissette song <laughs> in your thing? And I was like, I was thinking about it. And then he said about the same thing. Yeah. Alanis Morissette would have got us, we could have had an entire set of Alanis Morissette songs, actually. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, my next one is called Next Girl by uh, the Black Keys. It's another, you're kind of angry, but uh, now you're kind of just pissed off at her or whatever. I don't know. So uh, my next girl. The Black Keys. So what, do you end with like the final stage of grief? Uh, acceptance? I think so. <laughs> uh, what you got? Uh, my last song is a song from... I've heard, actually heard a couple of people, songs from the span, but like this is the only one that I really remember most of the time. I and Love and You from the Evett Brothers. And you know, this is one of the ones I had actually look on song being stuck. And yeah, I, I was originally, this is one of the ones to get, one of the uh, love songs. Like, wait, I thought this was a love song too. I didn't realize. And then I had I looked at like the song and was like, oh, so he's leaving. Yeah. And all right. As I as I started listening to it, because I was like, that's not a that's not a breakup song or anything. And yeah. then I started listening to the lyrics. And I'm like, well, yeah, he is. He's leaving. Yeah. So I guess. And like, I was like, I had like looking at like some of the people reading into a lot more and like apparently like how he's like, how he's like really sad that things just didn't work out mm-hmm. and but that, that he has to keep going on. Uh, no, yeah, the Avett Brothers are awesome. They put on a really good show, too. I'd recommend seeing them live sometime. But uh, my final one would be by Mumford & Sons. I just chose this one randomly because I like it. I don't know. I didn't know how to close out the thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's White Blank Page, and uh, I'm going to close out the show with it, too. Anything else you'd like to add? No, I think that's enough. Uh, I suppose we have to, uh, the topic for next episode, though. Did you think of one? Yeah, I, okay. I thought, like, if we started recording, like, oh, God, I was supposed to come up with But I was thinking, I think we should, uh, we, we brought the show down again. Let's <laughs> yeah. bring it back up. To what? Are, what? Let's have some songs that'll pump you up. Like, for, we'll get you through Pump your, up get, the get jam, pump morning. it up. Wow, yeah, your feet are that stomping. Yeah, so like, like, the, the songs that will, like, get you through your morning workout. I like that. You, or your, else, like, uh, you get out day. of the shower, like, yeah. and you're getting dressed for your day or whatever. What song pumps you up? I like it. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. So we'll have that be our theme for next week. I already like the guitar. It makes me think of some Neil Morricone. 
Mumford and Sons is awesome. Uh, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. The theme for the next show will be pump-up songs. Uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or in our other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, the Department of Offense, is still live every Sunday evening. Come join in the phone at blindninjastudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website at blindninjastudios.com, or you can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. If you just can't get enough of Soundwave or other shows, you should help support us. At the bottom of blindindustudios.com, click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing shopping on Amazon, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our page first. And uh, when you check out, Amazon just kicks a little bit of money towards us. doesn't cost you anything else. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindindustudios.com. Or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks. In loving you with my whole heart A white blank page And a swelling Think when you sent me to